welcome to Ghoul's Night In, your cozy chat show about all things spooky with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And today, Midge, um, I want to talk to you about the Ouija board. I really surely would love if you did. I got into such a deep hole reading about this one, um, so... <laughs> Ouija boards are like one of my favorite just kind of like spooky aesthetics. I just find them really cool and I have like planchette earrings and I have a Ouija board tray and like a cheese board that says like snacks and spirits on it. Yes, yes, I know the one. So I was ready to go back and learn a little bit about it and these guys actually so you know, the concept of automatic writing that a Ouija board is based on goes super, super far back. Um, but talking boards, as they were known, um, were really gaining a lot of popularity in the 1880s in the U.S. as part of the spiritualist movement. So a lot of people were using them to try to, you know, c- communicate with um you know their dead loved ones it was the civil war so a lot of people were losing people so there was just this big renewed interest in kind of the mystical and the beyond and i read the strange and mysterious history of the ouija board um written by linda rodriguez mcrobbie for smithsonian magazine uh, which was really interesting because she was talking in there that there up until you know recently there really hasn't been a lot of specific history about the Ouija board even though it's a huge part of our American culture and just like such a touchstone the first Ouija board that was inspired by the talking boards um, was produced in 1891 uh, by Kenner Novelty Company um, that so early. Wow. Mm-hmm, yeah. So there was apparently like a story that went out in the Associated Press in like 1886 that was like people in the spiritualist camps are all about these talking boards. Um, and they were like, hell yeah, we could make those. And some. So they were like mass producing and selling talking boards at that point. Yeah, so they started and they were like, we're going to make, like, the talking boards looked like that, you know, with an alphabet and numbers and things like that on them. And they were like, hey, we could make these. Um, And they were the ones who brought up the term Ouija um, or Ouija, which I have heard both ways. I don't really know what the preferred pronunciation is. (laughs) Have you ever seen that video where they're going through the like Yahoo answers of Yes how to use a Luigi board. Luigi board. Um funny story, my sister and her husband went as (laughs) Luigi board and Waluigi board (laughs) for a Halloween party one year. My God. That is simply the best thing I have ever heard in my days. (laughs) It was extremely good. Waluigi boy. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's really good. Yes. Um, so obviously the the word itself is mysterious and um there are were a lot of people who, you know, believe that it comes from combining we and ya. So yes in French and German, even though I don't really know why that would make sense because like theoretically it should be a yes and a no word if that was the case. 
But the story yeah, not that a, the f- not a yes yes board. <laughs> yeah, the yes yes board. Um, but the founders actually say that the name came from the board itself. That they were using um, the board and asked what it should be called, and that's what it spelled out. And that when they asked, the board said that it meant good luck. So I think that's probably why you have good luck on the bottom of most Ouija boards you see today. Oh, interesting. Hmm. And so in this. In this story that I was reading, they were saying that the original Ouija board had um, printed on the box that it was proven at the patent office. And I was like, that's weird. But according to the owners, when they went to get a patent application, the patent officer said that they had to prove that it worked and that if it correctly guessed his name, they could have the patent. And it did. Oh, I don't like that one bit. <laughs> I I feel like that seems pretty dubious. Like, I feel like this was probably like a thing where like 50% of people in the old days were named John and they were just like, like uh, is it John? <laughs> right. Or it's like, I mean, these like, it was a patent lawyer and one of these other guys. So I'm like, what are the odds that they were like, oh, yeah, that's Kevin. Like, we're going to be meeting with Kevin today. <laughs> I oh man I would I would love it I mean it would be really cool if it had correctly guessed but I would love it even more if like this guy was so mystified and he was like whoa what moments before someone was like yeah uh, if you have any questions you can ask Kevin (laughs) right Uh, but um, and one of the things that I saw in my research that I really loved is um, so one of the founders of this company Elijah Bond his gravestone is a Ouija board so that both seems amazing and like a recipe for disaster right i mean i don't know how you would use it because it is upright like a a tombstone um is but it does look extremely cool and i'm very i'm very into the aesthetic so let me ask you this yes what do you believe do you believe in ouija board like do you think that it can be used for what the what it claims to be used for so I'm, I, I guess that we, I think we are, we are maybe a, a Ryan and Shane pairing from BuzzFeed Unsolved. If you ever watch that, I am, yeah, I am yeah, definitely yeah. a skeptic. Yeah, so, for me. <laughs> so I, I think that they're, they're fun, but I do, I, I have a science corner later about, mm. or it can be a science corner now about um, the idiomotor response. Um, which is what um, they, what science, ex- how science explains um, things like this, which is just the concept that your muscles um, have just such incredibly minute reflexes that are unknowingly caused by the things that you're thinking. So like if you're thinking really hard about that yes answer, your hand might twitch towards that without you realizing it. Sure. I'm, and I do think there's probably a fair amount of that involved for sure. Um, I am. I am definitely. Uh, what What is it? I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I definitely. I don't know that I believe that it would like summon a spirit, but I also have a healthy enough like respect for it that I'm not gonna fuck around and find out you know <laughs> yeah that's fair I I will say so um 
obviously anyone who has a Ouija board today knows that they got huge after this. And um, Parker Brothers actually bought the patent in 1967. And that year they sold 2 million Ouija boards. And they are mass produced now. And I don't know. So when I was growing up, I did have the Hasbro glow in the dark Ouija board. And um, one of my like initial like, spooky spooky girl weird girl memories is that i brought it along to a sleepover party and the other girls were super freaked out by it and were like you would have been the girl that i was like i'm not gonna talk to her (laughs) right they were they were like oh my god like my mom told me the devil will come out of this we cannot play with this and i was like you guys we bought this at toys r us like what are you like how how could the devil be in this board that's from Toys R Us? Tell me you grew up in the Bible Belt without telling me you grew up in the Bible <laughs> Belt. So that that is actually super interesting though because one of the other things that I you know when reading this article they were talking about how Ouija boards were really just like they had like spooky vibes but it was just kind of considered to be a normal fun kind of like family friendly thing like yeah. You would just have it. You would play with it like with any other kind of like board game. Um, And even Norman Rockwell illustrated like a flirty couple like playing with one because there was a little bit of a romantic vibe there because like you're sitting there, you've got your hot little hands on that planchette, maybe fingers brushing with someone that you liked in, you know, a time when you normally wouldn't be able to do that. So there was kind of this like romantic element to the Ouija board, which I thought was really fun. It's like the Victorian version of spin the bottle. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was like, Ooh, does, you know, Jeff like me tell me yes or no Ouija board. So there had, there was all that kind of thing. And it was really um the exorcist in the seventies that they referenced Regan playing with a Ouija board And that was really the time that it became widely believed that there was some kind of demonic, like satanic connection with Ouija boards. Mm -hmm. The satanic panic. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's that's fair. Because I mean, if you look at the history with Exorcist and what happened to so many folks that were involved in the production of that film, I get why people were a little like, yikes you know yeah there was there was spooky stuff going on there so you definitely played then with your toys r us ouija board as a child i did um so my my primary memory of playing with the ouija board is i had a sleepover and had people at my house and they were willing to play ouija board with me and we tried um to summon the spirit of my dead dog oh no yeah my so our our beloved our beloved family cocker spaniel chips had had recently passed and i was like we should talk to chips and make sure he's happy oh that's both hilarious and so sad i know right and i'm like yeah in retrospect i'm like great great birthday party plan kid (laughs) hey guys you want to come celebrate me and also try to speak to the spirit of my dead dog Right. And I mean, in retrospect, I'm like, Chips didn't speak English. Like, what did you think was going to happen here? Like, just go to like (laughs) Bork, 
bork 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 and i'm like he he doesn't know he wouldn't be able to come like a a text form of communication is not a great way to talk to a dog sure (laughs) so would you say that at that point you you were not you were not skeptical and that you were thinking like this is an active form of communication i'm going to be able to talk to my dog today yeah, I think I think I hoped that it was true. Like I kind of like wanted to believe in things and like and I mean, I feel like the same way about like a lot of spooky things where like I don't necessarily like capital B believe in it, but like it's fun and thrilling to like do something that's kind of like woo spooky. So like I enjoy like letting, you know, getting kind of swept up into that energy, even if at the end of the day, I'm like, hmm, I don't know if if I really think that this is a thing. I don't know when I, I, I don't remember my first like interaction or like where I first learned about Ouija boards. Um, I'm sure it was probably from like, you know, the Hasbro because it was mm-hmm. really popular when we were young, like. But I know I don't remember ever playing with one. Like none of my, I don't remember any of my friends having them, and I certainly didn't have one um, at all because my family was not that family. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's it is really funny to me because like I was raised Catholic. Like my family is what Catholic, is? but like I I've definitely learned as I've grown up that we like we weren't that like we weren't that catholic so my parents were like yeah sure ouija board that's whatever like that's just kind of you know a random thing for you to play with <laughs> yeah i wish i i kind of like i wish almost that i had played with them as a kid because i think i was actually legitimately like afraid of them for a long mm-hmm. time um but now now i i mean same as you like i have tons of you know i have a ouija board like pinafore dress i've got earrings i've got like pillows for my house like i i also there's something really beautiful about them about the typography and the just i don't know the layout is like satisfying it's yeah really beautiful to look at it is it's really cool i love like you know today there are so many like artisans and stuff who make like really Mm -hmm. beautiful like custom like spirit boards and ouija boards that are just like really really neat and like they're pieces of art in themselves do you have a ouija board like a proper one in your home now I don't. I actually, I really want to buy like an indie one. So I am planning to actually this year, like keep an eye on some of like, you know, the, the dark markets. The closest Mm -hmm. thing I have is I do have, um, from a couple of years ago. So they've, they've done one like every year, like target does the big, like Ouija board serving tray. Um, and Mm -hmm. I have the one from a few years ago that like I think the more recent ones look like they have like kind of like cuter illustrations and this one's pretty legit spooky it's got like yeah yeah this one has like branches and snakes and stuff around the outside and it's definitely big enough that I could I could use it as a as a real board my it's funny now my mother um so like I said we were pretty I would say I was really raised raised (laughs) I would say I was raised pretty conservatively. Mm-hmm. Um, not like, I don't know, just like there was definitely a healthy respect for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> we were, we were church going folks. And uh, so like I said, we never had one. 
Um, but like in the last maybe, I want to say like the last five years, my mom bought one, an old one, like a, like a pre-used Ouija board mm. uh, at like an estate sale. And she puts it out at Halloween now. And that I don't trust. <laughs> The fact that it has been somewhere before here, I'm like, I don't know about all that. Yeah, I would say if, if any Ouija board were to be haunted, it would be that one. Yeah. Like one so, one that you got from a dead person's house. Yeah, she really went from zero to 100. She said, no, Hasbro, but I will buy this haunted one that I found from a dead person. That sounds like a good plan to me. <laughs> there you go. I do. I have a, a fun fact about the world's largest Ouija board. Oh, I saw this recently, but please say more words. Yeah, if you uh, don't recall, so this was in 2019, um, so very recent, and I remember this being all over all of my spooky like groups and social media (laughs) at the time. Um, So it was built in Salem, Massachusetts, of course, uh, just in time for Halloween, and it was called Ouijazilla. Oh, yes. Um, and it was so it was built out of 99 sheets of plywood and covered 3,168 square feet. It had a like even looking at it in pictures, it had like a presence to it. It did. And so like I'm I'm really bad at spatial reasoning. Um, and like the only thing that I can reliably picture the size of is a football field. So I looked up how big a football field is and that's 48,000 square feet. So like this Ouija board was bigger than my apartment, but still significantly smaller than a football field. Yeah, it was. And that's my best my best opportunity of estimating the size of this in my brain that's still like huge i mean just yeah massive it, it weighed I... nine thousand pounds and they had a 400 pound planchette that you could operate it with people were people were like upset about it too like <laughs> yeah that's what i remember it, it was definitely a mix of like people who were like oh this is so fun this is so cool and people being like you are gonna summon the largest satan that there ever was well, and then it, it didn't help that we went into 2020 right after that. And then people were like, this is all your fault, Salem. <laughs> this is true. One one of my favorite things is um, I see like Ouija board rugs sometimes. I and there's always... Gonna, I was literally about to talk about this. <laughs> yes. And there's always someone who comments who's just like, your Roomba's going to open a portal to, to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Roomba about to summon a demon. Yeah. You know what? I think that any spirit that was summoned by a Roomba would probably be extremely helpful. This is a good point. Like if your vacuum brings forth like a ghost, I feel like that, that spirit is going to be like, you know what? I'm just here to help. I'm just here to tidy up. I'll be, I'll be going soon. (laughs) Right. It's like, I'll help you out. I can do something. I would, I could go for like a, a, a ghost housekeeper. That'd be pretty dope. Ooh, yeah, I would appreciate that. That would be like a very, that'd be better than just like a regular, like Casper's a friendly ghost, but I want a helpful yeah. ghost. I want a useful ghost. Yes. <laughs> Let's, we'll skip friendly. Them. We'll go to useful. <laughs> I would leave out some really nice like treats for them. You know, they can, yeah. they can have the guest room. They don't even have to like, you know, I don't know where ghosts go when, do they sleep? Do ghosts sleep? I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe it depends on the ghost. 
they can have a whole room to themselves. They, I'll treat them very nicely if they just promise to, you know, mop up the dog hair and all that. <laughs> so you, so you never had a Ouija board growing up. Have you ever played with one? I don't think that I have. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember, and I, I have this one. So I was, I'm, I'm just getting to a place in my life where I'm not scared of everything. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because I'm like very I've always been very into Halloween. I've always loved spooky, but I'm also like terrified of things. Yeah. And I have I've always <laughs> my specifically like, you know, scary movies and things. My my friends, when I tell them like things I won't watch, my friend wanted me to watch Paranormal Activity. And I my direct quote that I always say is I don't fucks with demons. I don't <laughs> anything that has a possibility of a demon I'm I'm out for those reasons I'm out and I think that was why I just I don't think I ever even wanted the possibility I'm always terrified of something latching to me this is a very real fear that I have and I know you're a skeptic so you're probably like (laughs) (laughs) but I'm so scared of latching I don't know why I don't know where that comes from um but I have this one very specific memory from my childhood of going to a a slumber party at this girl Morgan's house. We weren't like, I don't, she might've been like in Girl Scouts with me or something. We weren't like good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to her house and I remember that like we did several spooky activities. So she was probably you, honestly, in this <laughs> right. scenario. She was like, everybody come over to my house and become horrified. <laughs> We're going to do some <laughs> weird shit. And so if I ever played with one, that might have been where it happened. But I feel like I've kind of blocked that whole experience out because I know that at like 1 a.m. I called my parents and made them come get me. I was that girl. We definitely, I remember we definitely like played Bloody Mary and her sister like purposefully, she had an older sister who like purposefully scared us. Oh yeah. Like I wasn't, I wasn't there for that. I, I was going to say older sisters are definitely, uh, I, I am an older sister, so I can with, <laughs> with high qualifications state that older sisters are always a, a complicating element in things like Ouija boards. I was um, telling some of my friends that I was uh, researching for this episode and my friend Kelsey was telling me that um, they had a Ouija board growing up too. And of course, when she would do it with her little sister and her little sister's friends, she would be moving that planchette all over the place. And they were sure. all like, yeah. oh my God. And then, and they even would be like, oh, it doesn't work when Kelsey's not here. Just like completely missing the fact, just being like, well, Kelsey has the strong spiritual connection, I guess, when she's here. Obviously. This she's Ouija board is just medium. chatty, chatty, chatty. And as soon as she goes, it doesn't tell us anything. Kids are so stupid. I love that about they them. They really are. Just like so trusting and just like gullible, yeah, hmm. naive. <laughs> and so being cute. like being aware enough that you like realize this requires an explanation and then just yeah. blowing right past the most logical explanation to a completely dumb explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely like and that's you know I have this weird I don't know where I stand I have this weird mix of I'm like yeah obviously somebody's pushing the planchette but then also I'm like but what if they're not yeah but what if what if spirits 
Yeah, it's all very cool. And I, I'm a, I, I very much enjoy like the aesthetics of that kind of like Victorian medium sort of vibe. So I think that's one of the things that, that I enjoy about the board. And I mean, obviously there's just a very cool like communal experience of being like, we're all going to, you know, sit around and try to, you know, reach beyond ourselves, which I think is very, very cash money. You ever been to a seance? A seance? I have. I um, actually, in 2019, I went to a Harry Houdini seance. Um, what is your life? I love this. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, it was a special event. Um, the So we have a uh, the Jewish Museum in Milwaukee. And mm-hmm. Harry Houdini was Jewish. And so they had a big exhibit about his life in autumn. And because Houdini famously um you know was a debunker of spiritualists and people but also like wanted really badly for it to be real so like he hated people Mm -hmm. who were faking it because he wanted it to be true and he had told his wife um do a seance for me they established a code word and he was like if there is if it is possible for a spirit to come back i will come back and communicate with you and so she held um, a seance on halloween night Uh, every year for decades um, trying to contact him that's wild don't Mm -hmm. you think after like a couple years you'd be like he's not coming yeah right I'm like I'm like part of that's like very romantic but then part of that I'm just like girl he's he's not coming move on Jennifer it's time (laughs) right but yeah so in honor of that um so this this was not there is still like an official Houdini seance that happens on Halloween um, but every this was year. every year. Um, but this was not the official one, just um, a local one with a, a local medium. Um, but it was really interesting. She did not use a spirit board, but she did have um, like a bell and a spirit horn, which that could be a whole maybe maybe we'll do seances as another episode because there are all sorts of really interesting little devices and things that people have used in seances over the years to try to give form form to the spirit so they can communicate oh well that i that is when i asked if you had been to one i wasn't ready for (laughs) harry houdini that that's fascinating yeah he's a cool dude i maybe maybe i'll do an episode about harry houdini because i was extremely into harry houdini in middle school i read like five biographies about him uh oh he he lived he lived in milwaukee for um a period of time he oh, yeah he lived like, in wisconsin weird, cool people are from milwaukee <laughs> <laughs> so I, I felt a kinship with him because you were known for escaping yeah i i also like to be tucked into milk jars filled with water People just every day look around and they go, where did Penny go? Did she escape yep. again? She's dangling over a river in a straitjacket somewhere. <laughs> I, have a, I have a small story. Yeah. And it's not that, uh, it's not that groundbreaking, but it was funny. So I did, um, you know, I do, I do the, the tubing, the YouTubing. Indeed, the tubes. The tubes. And uh, this woman last year, it's like it, this comment has stuck out in my brain for like the this whole year of my life. <laughs> I think about it way too often. And I did like a Halloween haul and I must have shown something 
Ouija board themed. I don't mm-hmm. remember what it was, but I mean, I have several items, so it's yeah. I mean, that definitely could have happened. Um, this woman leaves me a comment in like I think the, what what hit me, struck me about it was how like earnest she was. Like she was really trying to like save me, and not in like a Jesusy way. Like in a mm-hmm. <laughs> she all caps and like no stru- sentence structure was like you must be careful bringing Ouija into your house will keep like you will die like just very this huge like all caps like f- five line you know paragraph warning yeah <laughs> about bringing even like Ouija themed objects she said something about they are pure evil pure and evil <laughs> I I I just branching off of what you're you're saying there about how they were mainstream and it's like they're the concept of them being like a a tool for evil is so deeply rooted I mean like witches use spirit boards and use you know these things as tools to communicate and like the I think it's like a lack of education you know Mm -hmm. like it's all about how you use the item, I guess, at the end of the day is what I'm, is what I'm saying. Like, obviously, you know, any, anything can be evil if you use it wrong. <laughs> Just, uh, it's very interesting how we can develop like a fear of an inanimate thing when it really, we have the power. We're the babe with the power. Yeah, and I think it's it's a lot of it's just a fear of the unknown in general. Because like you oh, said, definitely. you know, like it why would it why would it have to be a demon? Like there are, you know, plenty of other kind of, you know, forces or spirits that you could reach out to through a tool like that. Right. Yeah. I uh oh my brain just went squirrel. <laughs> I, I will say when you when you Google Ouija board, um, so obviously Google is like, oh yeah, here's this and here's the Wikipedia page, but there are also Google reviews of the Ouija board, and Incredible. the the top displaying review is a one star review that says this stuff is not a game. It may seem like nothing happens on the surface, but what is really happening is when you play with these boards, you are contacting demons, and all they want is to gain access into your life so they can cause havoc and ultimately drag your souls to hell when you die. So there you go. Thank you for <laughs> this that is the input. Woman. <laughs> yep, That's she's the woman she's, who she's here. She's here and letting you know that you do not need to turn to the occult and call down a curse on your family by playing with the Ouija board. Do you believe in the whole like if you take the glass out of the planchette? thing that you you it, it takes away the power of the board oh i've never heard that oh okay so this is what i was always told that you could play with the ouija board or like display the ouija board um but if you took the glass out of the planchette that was the like portal to communicate and so that if you took that out you were safe <laughs> oh well see now i'm concerned because i do have a planchette pop socket on my phone and it does do have too. a little glass in it <laughs> we're so. just walking around all day with an open portal in our pocket yeah just contacting people i mean i've thought about getting um i'm probably i'm planning a halloween tattoo 
that will include some form of like a planchette or Ouija board element. So I'll just have demonic portal right there on my calf. <laughs> I've always kind of uh, wanted to get like a tribute to Sharon Needles. Oh, yeah. Planchette with her little when in doubt, freak them out. <laughs> yes, love it. The, the OG, well, she's not the OG spooky bitch. That's like, I don't even know who that would be. Elvira, maybe? Vampira? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but def- definitely a great spooky bitch of our time. Yes. <laughs> well, in the um, true fashion of playing with a Ouija board, we must say goodbye in order to close this podcast. It's true. Uh, make sure that you... Follow along with us on social media if you'd like to see more. Um, our handles are Ghouls Night in Pod if you'd like to follow the podcast, or you can find me at Penny Snark and me at Midge Munster. Well, thank you so much for your joining us for a Ghouls Night in today, and we hope that wherever you go, uh, you keep your Ouija board clean and you always say goodbye. So. Goodbye from us. Goodbye.